Welcome to Computers and Internet, sponsored by BLH Computers in Springfield, Taylorville, and Jacksonville. Call in now at 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. Computers and Internet with BLH Computers is on the air. Depend on News Talk 94.7 FM and 970 AM WMAY. It is Computers Internet, BOH Computers, News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Sorry, debating which time it would be in Hawaii right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Yes, Brian is back. Bowl is here. We have a full house for BLH technology discussion today. And boy, did we have a good way to start. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We actually had a listener who sent, yes, in, thanks who to sent them. in an email. Uh, we do appreciate it. You're welcome to send in, uh, in emails. Yeah, any tech news or... Yeah recycling because we can't we can't find it all i mean there's well, we all have other you guys have your job in recycling right. and in fixing computers and and i have my job but there's so many articles you miss stuff all the time well this one was not missed i i was <laughs> you, well aware of it but you were gone you were on vacation <laughs> I was on vacation so we couldn't talk about it and and bull as as knowledgeable as he is on the uh, computer and electronic stuff he's not the expert on the recycling side of it and this is a recycling story uh so this is the what not to do recycling exactly. story. Uh, unfortunately, I get, I do get called in by agencies <laughs> to uh, talk about what went wrong here and and how to fix it. Uh, I mean, you're we, dealing with so much personal information and sensitive right. metals. Oh yeah, and a lot of it is hazardous waste. And we've been on, we actually have been, or I have been on site at uh, the one in Kentucky. Uh, GES, who uh, decided the best way to get rid of CRT glass was to dig a hole in the backyard and uh, <laughs> holy cow, and put it in there. Um, I have photos of it when he was doing it. Uh, so, and we actually went there and and consulted with him a little bit on how to clean up the mess. Yeah, because that's it. That's a, the that's EPA does hazard, not yeah. look uh, kindly on that. They really don't. No. Uh, and most of the time in electronics recycling, if you do it wrong, it involves prison time. Yes. <laughs> there, there's no, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. yeah. It's not a slap on their wrist. It's like, you, which jail would you prefer? Well, and in this particular case, uh, it was a Chicago company, uh, Intercon Solutions, owned by Brian Brundage, uh, who I knew. So I've, I've met so you the have guy. Some, a little bit of work. You have some working knowledge. I, I have talked to this individual personally. And uh, so I can comment on his uh, his intelligence factor. Um, he uh, he was found guilty of uh, basically saying, I will recycle all of that, but not. Uh, he he operated a, uh, a facility where he would take in all kinds of electronics and then just basically bail it all up and sell it to China, whether it be TVs, CRT monitors. Uh, your data. Your data, uh, computers, whatever it is. Or in a particular case, Texas Instruments. Yeah. Uh, he said, I will recycle all of these high-end graphic calculators and charge them a per-piece unit and Damn. then sold them. As working? As working yeah. units. <laughs> To the Chinese. I mean, they were working. They were just out of date. They had mm -hmm. older, older graphics ones. cards. But the in Chinese them. didn't care. Nope. They uh, they took them. And, uh, and to quote from the article, the assistant U.S. attorney said, "The scope of the deception in this case is extraordinary." Yeah, he uh, 
he really built a a, a smoke and mirrors building. Uh, it talks about uh, if you Google him, it's hilarious. If you really want to get an insight into the tool this guy is, just Google Brian Brunden, and, 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 uh, and it'll look like a first, workout video. Watch his company's that, video. Yeah, it, it, it's a video about his company. Uh, and uh, his 250,000 square foot facility was actually split in half, and he rented the other half to another company in air quotes that was the exporter of it. So it all went through this one door that no one really knew was there, and it just just gone went right to a over. foreign country. So yeah, he ended up with uh, some prison time, uh, a lot due to the fact of the tax evasion uh, issue. And uh, the other aspect of uh, deceptive practices and such by saying, I'm going to recycle this for you and charging you to do it and then selling it. Just not. Or just stockpiling it because he didn't know what to do with it. And this case goes back a while. And the the Chicago Tribune article we got shared with is great. Uh, Back in 2011, environmental watchdog was blowing the whistle on this. And that would be eStewards, where we're a member of the eStewards certification program. When they come in and do an audit, he failed their audit, and when he failed their audit, he doesn't get e-steward certification. Mm-hmm. And is how he failed their audit is they geotracked all of this stuff, the, which is oh why yeah, Jim Puckett <laughs> was the guy who testified at the sentencing hearing <laughs> because he did the geotracking. And uh, you and you've talked about this in the past yep. with your stuff because yep. you'll so, get at the other end they'll go, uh, "We found a geotrack yep, tag for you." Exactly. Oh no, we had no idea. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, we didn't care because it was done you, properly. You, that's why so, you have that certification. So he actually got caught and therefore couldn't get his certification. And because he couldn't get the certification, as any true gangster would do, sued. Uh, the After he smashed the material, yeah, the certi- CRT monitor. Yeah, the certifying agency who failed him because they had proof that he cheated, he sued them because they wouldn't allow him in, and that was detrimental to him. Well, of course it's detrimental to him, because if you no. without the certification, the <laughs> literally nobody will work with yeah. you. Of course not. Yeah, the, you're, to, to do this right, this is where you yeah. go, and you don't have it. Sorry, we can't do that. And, and really, that was the beginning of, uh, of the end for him. He got caught uh, by several states, EPA agencies doing uh, some things, uh, involved in a lot of different lawsuits that regarded... Uh, misrepresenting material that he was actually selling so he would sell you a product and it was absolutely not what he represented it to be the the issue that i had uh, with him is he was sending us mixed electronics but he needed us to call it something like electronic steel Hmm. I don't know. That's what, usually a red flag. Yeah. Off the start. I don't know what electronic steel is, and it, our big deal was he he insisted that we check it in as electronic steel. Like, Something well, different than well, what? It's not. It's yeah. keyboards and mice and, yeah. and power cords. There's and all not that a lot of, of steel there. There's no steel in it at all. <laughs> $60 million revenue during the course of the scheme. We'll touch more on that in a minute, but take a call here. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet, BOH Computers. Hey guys, here's a little story about a recycle thing that you you guys don't handle is fluorescent bulbs. I don't think so, right? We do recycle the bulbs that we get in. We just don't actively solicit them because there's a lar- there is a high cost for them because they're difficult to dispose of. Uh, yeah. So for some of our business clients, we do take care of them just so that we're a one stop shop. But yeah. we don't solicit them from the general public because if they're broken, they cost more. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and I I was trying to do the right thing and not just throw them in the trash or you know whatever and you know <clears throat> in that. So I went to Lowe's and they they go, well, we recycle. But it has to fit in this little bitty box. This box. Yeah, they want the compact fluorescence. Those are a much easier product to recycle than the uh, uh, four foot than the four foot or eight foot ones. Uh, U.S. Yeah. Electric is who you want to go to for that. Well, uh, well, I also um, uh, Menards takes it, so I okay. went there. But 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 I tried to do the right thing first, and it's just that extra steps that you got to do that I guess a you lot really of people. Do. And and that really does show the article that we're talking about is about not taking those extra steps yeah. to do it correctly. The it it isn't easy being green. Kermit said it best. Yes. Yeah. Uh you, you really have to work <laughs> at it sometimes. They don't make it easy in a lot of cases. Our goal is to make it as easy as possible on you. But even if you think about when you're in the county and you have to pay to recycle your TV, that's an extra step and you really have to but it's conscious also the, the law now. Yeah, yeah, but you really have to be conscious of the fact. Oh, when we I was in Hawaii, as everybody knows, last week, Heather and I were driving around, and uh, they do not have a recycling program for and electronics. Oh no, I never, I I never understood that living there. I go, you living on an island? Where the heck do you think this it, stuff's exactly. gonna go? In the ditch. We were driving <laughs> along, and so many TVs were thrown into the ditch. Yeah. And it was because just because somebody it was else sad. with them. Oh, of course it is. The, the level of and thank you for the phone calls. The, the level of people that just if you don't provide them with something to do with it, they figure it out on their own. Yeah. And out of sight, un- out of mind is a lot of it. I and think, unfortunately, unfortunately, and unfortunately, when you don't have a solution, the ditch is never the right solution. Uh, I will just go out and say that, that is never yeah. ever the right solution. <laughs> uh, and we actually had uh, a. Uh, one of the former uh, e- uh, city of Springfield uh, environmental people gave me an email that uh, somebody just left a TV in front of uh, one of our employees' houses. And <laughs> Who they worked for BLH? Yeah, the BLH van was there one night, and so they just set it there. There you like, go, BLH. Thanks for letting me know. But why would people just do that? But at least I guess they tried. Uh, still, sort of. <laughs> it is computers, internet, BLH computers. I know we got some more calls coming in, but we'll take. Hey, Windows error my favorite song it is computers internet blh computers bull and brian both jamming out to the windows right. error music today 217-629-797 the phone number we have been very busy uh off the air yes. answer, answering phone calls they were easy calls so we just took care of them uh blh computers opens at 10 o'clock at stevenson drive as well as the store in Jacksonville and in Taylorville, where you can take all of your electronics recycling. You can find all of the electronics that we accept on our website at blhcomputers.com. You can also pre-register yourself for TV recycling if you're in the city limits of Springfield, and it will give you a uh, voucher code that all you have to do is bring in. It saves a lot of time. The funny aspect of that is, is we built the database for that off of a voter registration database. It is about 70% accurate. Yeah. <laughs> but every time somebody comes in that's not in that, we just update, uh, update you, it a little more. It, yeah. <laughs> but at least so, you guys are the ones that design it, so you can so add it, it right in. If it tells you you're not in the city, it actually doesn't say you're not. It says, I'm sorry, we couldn't validate you couldn't your address. couldn't find the address, yeah. So you just ha- then you have to go through all the steps at the store, and we just we have a map that we check it. And in the event 
that you're not in the map and you're not in the database. If you bring in your CWLP bill, it has a line item on there called waste and recycling fee. If that's on your bill, that's the golden ticket. I don't care what the database says. I don't care what the map says. We will take them. All I have to see we is We have they, a winner. That's the golden ticket. I believe that was a commercial that uh, that we had. Yep, I think you're right. Uh, so, yes, getting getting back to what not to do yeah. in electronics recycling, this happened in Illinois. It did. Uh, yep. Outside of Chicago. The uh, the gentleman who um, also bought a $500,000, 552-horsepower uh, Lexus to well, show this off. Because, really, what are you going to do with all that money you just stole? Yes. <laughs> Was arrested in 2016, charged with misrepresenting the electronics company uh that it collected would be disassembled and recycled in quote an environmentally sound manner 11 count indictment uh said brundage caused thousands of tons of electronic parts and potentially hazardous materials to be placed in uh landfills resold to customers who shipped the materials overseas or just stockpiled it in the warehouse yeah because uh there's a company right now in ohio that they uh, are dealing with and cities that uh, that have this issue or uh, or major businesses that have the issue really do need to pay attention to these these cases because the issue in Ohio is a company called I think it is um, oh god I just lost the name of it uh, not creative that was a different one but creative had the same problem uh, they stockpiled all of this material the landlord who owns the building is who ends up holding the bag of stuff that now has to be gotten rid of and under EPA rules, because it's all hazardous waste at this point, uh, it becomes a Superfund site, in which case they decide all the people that sent stuff in have to help pay to clean it up. Ooh. Yeah. And the one in Ohio, uh, they just um, – ah, it's not COM2. Closed loop refinery? Closed loop. That yep. is it. Uh, Thank God for Google. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a Google in front of me. <laughs> yeah. uh, so closed loop ended up with – uh, about 500,000 tons of CRT glass that is in their building that they needed to get rid of. And it's spread all around. And the landlord's like, this is going to cost us $18 million to get rid of. So another company in Illinois, uh, Kuzakowski Vintage Tech, uh, is actually on the hook for 50% of that Yikes. because 50% of that glass is there. See, that's one of the cool things about electronics recycling. We track everything, yeah, it's mm -hmm. <laughs> so we can figure out exactly where it came from, where it came where from, where it's going. So, and in case, not that it would, but if some reason something happened where they would have to be on the hook, then you can say, okay, this is theirs, this is theirs, and, this is theirs. And one of the things that we're required to do as part of our uh, e steward certification that helps with our corporate side that people mm -hmm. like is we have to have what's in uh, what's called a closure plan in place. We do an inventory. Every uh, three months, a physical count of everything in the building. And then there's a value assessed to it of what are the disposal costs on the industry standard average. Mm -hmm. And we have to have a bond of that amount of money on file Wow! in order to make it go away. So that if we just decide, you know what, it's peace We're out, yep. peace out, I'm done. You can't just walk uh, away from it all. There's a pile of cash sitting aside that we can't touch. Just so, specifically to so handle the, that. So that our e-steward certifying body would send in somebody and they would 
clean the whole thing up. That includes uh, actually washing the floors and walls to get rid of any of the dust contamination and everything. Oh, wow. That is crazy. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet, BOH Computers. Yes, sir. I have a computer question. Go for it. I have a Windows 10 machine. I rebuilt it, and it has connectivity problems. What are those, and how do you fix them? It's all internet. Um, it would be your make sure your internet cable is plugged in. Make sure it's connected to the Wi-Fi. If that's another way you go. Um, well, it, well, it has it has. I mean, the Wi-Fi was great. I mean, it's connected uh, with a wire. Okay? okay. Okay. From the modem, but uh, the, the Windows Defender will not ever get to the end. He always says it has yeah. connectivity problems. It's probably a virus. Then would be my guess. A virus. Yep. You can bring that out to us. We can run scans on it, test the hardware. Yeah. Did you buy it from BLH? Uh, no, it's mine. It's okay. okay. Uh, the the issue you have is one of the first things that the virus or spyware will do is it'll prevent the virus or spyware scans from running. So once okay. you once you have it, we have to actually take that hard drive out, put it in a clean machine that does the scans uh, for us or run it in a clean environment. Uh, we may boot to a USB device so that that's the only thing that's running and then go in and scan the hard drive for it. You have the ability to do all of this stuff yourself. It just requires a lot of technical knowledge. Okay. Well, yeah, I can run the scan. I think I can run the scan. Yeah, you just can't make it to the end where it cleans it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My guess is, is that is Bull is 100% right, and that is your problem. Okay. Well, thank you for your answer. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy and. Yeah, a lot of those, we'll, we'll shut those kind of things down to, well, to keep it and, from... And for the gentleman, uh, if he does bring it into the store, that does fall under our flat rate fee of $100. And in the event it's not a virus and it's something else, like a hardware issue that's causing connectivity, it also covers fixing that, too. We don't do a, oh, whoa, 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 you yeah. checked it in for a virus yeah. repair. Here's, you paid virus for that. Is, now the virus problem is fixed. Now we got to move on to the other problem you have. So everything is covered under one flat fee. That, that fixes the problem. Any labor we do. Well, sorry, I guess that, that solved that problem. Yes, that solved that one, too. <laughs> you just answered what I was going to ask. Uh, cool. Back in September, Brundage the, uh, pleaded guilty to one count each of wire fraud and tax evasion, <laughs> admitting he evaded paying nearly $744,000 in federal taxes. Oops. Um, concealed millions of dollars fraudulently uh, through uh, claimed personal expenses such as jewelry, gambling losses, wages to his nanny and housekeepers as business expenses. That will always also get you in trouble is, is it doing does. that. It, it really does. And I don't know if they checked the doc, the documentation status on his housekeeper and <laughs> nanny either. That may have got him too. That's a possibility. <laughs> 47 years old, was sentenced to 36-month term in federal prison, ordered to pay $1.2 million. Uh, he has 90 days to report to prison. Uh Oh, very interesting story on not to do things. We'll take a break. Come back to one. Computers and Internet. Sponsored by BLH Computers in Springfield, Taylorville, and Jacksonville. Call in now at 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. Computers and Internet with BLH Computers is on the air. Depend on News Talk 94.7 FM and 970 AM WMA. It is Computers Internet, BOH Computers News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. 217 629 7970, uh, as we were in between phone calls and stuff. But just 
really going over the what not to do when you're doing electronics recycling and yeah the the uh the simplest thing is just bring it all to blh yes <laughs> you certified. don't have to worry about well, it then. or if you listen other places and there's companies locally research well, them see if they're there, e-steward certified there's a new company that has been uh, coming up into springfield from st louis that is completely and totally uncertified comes up in a van and they'll gladly take your stuff away they don't charge you for anything uh at all which makes you wonder how are they covering gas labor the van mm-hmm. they are on no certifications whatsoever so nobody ever comes in and checks on them so what they're doing with your stuff your data yeah. your now does the the Illinois EPA or anybody have unfortunately, any unfortunately they're in Missouri so but I guess if they're coming into Illinois to, to do business as they it were. technically aren't because they're just driving through and picking stuff up. So oh, exactly. Yeah, that seems so, very convoluted. Yeah. Doesn't it though? But and you're gonna give all of your business information over to these guys that you don't know where it's going I, from right. there. We have people come in all the time that want to inspect what they expect. Come in for a tour. Here's mm-hmm. our facility. They actually fly in from all over the place uh, for some of the businesses that we deal with because they need to make sure if we're sending you 5 million pounds of stuff, can you actually handle it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Can you make sure it goes where it's supposed to go? And if we're giving you a pile of computers from our office that all have data on them, what are you doing with that? It's, not, where, it's not going to China. And where is it going? And yes. Yeah. When you, when you can lay out each step of the process with paperwork and documentation, say, okay, it started here, it went over here, it did this, it did that, and here's the end, companies and even even just people off the street bringing in their recycling are going to be much more comfortable, and they're knowing that you're following the industry standard, you're certified in those industry standards, yep. you're not – Brian's house of recycling and whatever else. I mean, put it in the basement, the yeah. corner. We'll, we'll pile it up down there and deal with it later. We have a two hundred and fifty thousand square foot facility that can store all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, our uh, our facility. We actually turn our material quickly. I think it lasts about thirty days. Is our you, uh, yeah? Is you our, don't you is don't our, have a massive is massive a, place. is our flip time of in and out in thirty days. And again, we do a full inventory count every three months on what exactly is here, and then we have to report that to people. So and because you do it the right way, yep. you've been in business a long time because you do it how you're supposed to. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet, BLH Computers. Morning, guys. Hey, um, quick question for you. I do not live in Springfield anymore. I live over here in Sherman, and I have some TVs that need to be brought in and recycled and so on and so forth. And what do you guys charge for outside of city limits, or is it all the same? It is the uh, same price for everybody except the city of Springfield. Uh, it is $20 for a CRT television. It is $40 for a console television, so one that would be considered furniture or one that would be uh, a DLP TV that sits on top of the a old TV. projection so not, style, ones. so not the thin ones. Yeah, but Sherman, yeah. say Sherman yeah, should ahead. be having a day coming on, up here on pretty May quick. the fourth at Waldrop oh. Park. Sherman is doing their one day event. If you don't want to bring it to Springfield, costs are the same. It's just more convenient because yeah. it's there in Sherman. Okay, or and, if and Timmy, you, guys... you, you know how great it is to get in and out of Waldrop Park, though, too. Well, yeah, that's true, too. But uh, I grew, I grew up thing, there. Trust me, I know. <laughs> yeah. Or if you guys can give me one of your addresses, I'll just drop them off in the driveway. I heard that 
Yeah. Oh, no. no I, we don't do that. <laughs> don't, isn't it like a bundle of wood? I just put a $20 bill in the envelope and you guys take care of it? <laughs> that is not the recommended not the way, unfortunately. Way. Uh, but you can bring it by the stores. Uh, where any of the stores uh, are open at 10 o'clock today. Uh, they're open at uh, 8 o'clock Monday through Friday. It isn't anything that you need an appointment for, just one of them. We do recommend that you come in and take care of the paperwork first so that we can yep. decide if we want it in the front door or if we're just going to send it around to the back. Some of those large TVs. It'll gonna, go around to the back. Yeah. yeah. Those, <laughs> I guarantee some of those large TVs, uh, we look at people like, why are you struggling to bring that through the front door? I have four guys in back with a forklift that'll just pick that up like it's nothing. Why did you struggle with it? Just come in, take yeah. care of everything. And Tom usually will go out there and he'll put the sticker on it if you're a city resident or don't put the sticker on it if you're a not city resident and get it all taken care of. Very good, sir. Thank you very much, You're guys. very welcome. Thank you. 217-629-7970. And I, uh, if memory serves correctly, because I live in Williamsville. I'm, it's I, the same day. Yeah. I, say I knew both towns do their uh, – both villages do their garage sales at the same weekend. And, so. and should you care, Waverly is also the same day. Wow. All you right. guys are going to have a busy uh, yes. busy up. May the 4th. Be with Yes. You. Star Wars. Fans. Yes. <laughs> For those of you that didn't get it, yes. the nerds here did. <laughs> Hi, you're on with Computers Internet, BOH Computers. Morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Just want to, I just wanted to thank you folks for properly disposing of my used hard drive this week. Oh, I you're appreciate really the service. And you guys do a great job. So yeah. thank you very much and have a happy Easter. Well, on the question thank of you. your, uh, your hard drive that we recycled, did you. Ask, did you uh, pay the money for the certificate of destruction, or did you just assume that since we were handling every other government agencies at the same time that yours is just taken care of? Uh, Brian, I've known you guys a long, long time, <laughs> and I just assume that I need a certificate. No. <laughs> I assume that it's done correctly. Thank you. Uh, some, some offices actually have to have the certificate for their own audit trails. Uh, for example, uh, uh, doctor's offices have to show where it was recycled and when, so they're uh, they're tied to it. I mean, that's some of the most private personal information. Oh, too. exactly. So, yeah, and thank you very it much. Has for the phone to be call. taken care of. Yeah, HIPAA and oh, then yep. FERPA, which is the other side for universities. They just like make that. them up, don't they? I, they do. HIPAA, being in FERPA. Hawaii, I I swear they made those names up. Uh, <laughs> All those street names. Uh, unless you're in Atlanta, Atlanta, every street's named Peachtree. Yeah. <laughs> or something to do with peaches. <laughs> but yeah, the, the anything having to do with uh, student data, which is FERPA, right. HIPAA, health stuff. Uh, There's FACTA that. as well. If you're a uh, uh, landlord, because you do background mm -hmm. checks and all, FACTA takes care of that. And that also covers uh, businesses that have uh, their, their own HR department in house. It has to do with FACTA. And even the in house wiping that I do of computers, because I have to get them ready for our surplus stuff. Trust me, I'd rather just give them to you, but. I, stupid, oh, yeah. stupid state rules, I can't. Got to do what you got to do, the, man. The program that I have when I wipe hard drives, I can actually print out a uh, – it's kill disk because the program I use. But I can actually print out a certificate and give it to the departments and say, yes, wiped. I wipe these. Here's what it is. Serial number the whole bit, and pfft, there you go. So it, cool. It, uh, I'm not at your least level. You're doing, I mean, at least you're doing it the right way. Yes. And I don't I, want data getting I think out you there. Got, I think the state uses a company over in the Quad Cities called Premier. Don't even get me started with all that convoluted mess. But they actually they have had no environmental complaints. They've had no uh, uh, 
nonconformist. They do it at least right. I'm mm. there. We're not the only one that does it. Sure. Uh, we're just the only one in the area, and it boggles one's mind that the state decided to use somebody in the Quad Cities when they could yes. have picked somebody in the Chicago area I'm... to handle the Chicago stuff, the and somebody maybe in the Springfield area to handle the Springfield mm-hmm. stuff. There's no major state presence in the quad cities <laughs> but that's where we I, I look at it from a just a taxpayers would be happy with fixing costs because i'll tell you how my process goes is i oh we know we've followed it through you know how much it costs for a printer that i push down the stairs <laughs> i know it's broke yeah. but yep. it's over 75 dollars to recycle that printer by all the hands that it has mm-hmm. to be tu- that have it. to touch it and the transportation that has to be done because he has to check it Make sure that it's dead, but they don't believe that he checked it. Then he has to send it to Champaign, where they check it again, because he may have done something wrong. Then they go from Champaign to the Quad Cities, where, wait for it, they they check check it it again. (laughs) And if it doesn't go there, then it comes back to Springfield to 10 and a half Street to CMS Warehouse to get sold by the pallet. Yeah, where they don't check it again. But it been it's been touched and transferred Four so many times, times yeah. that it's about seventy tired of touching. It's it. about seventy five dollars a printer that yeah, I threw down a flight of stairs. Yep. I know it doesn't work. Yeah. But they got to make sure you know that it doesn't work. But that is why the state's broke. Yes. You want to uh, and not to go down the political route, but we're going to talk about waste uh, and fraud. It's not fraud, but it's a hell of a lot of waste. It's. They need the state needs to look at allowing a little bit of autonomy. Mm-hmm. And as long as you do what is supposed to be done with a reputable place, you would think that they would allow you to to choose those places instead of having a giant omnibus contract that handles everything. Because again, Metropolis has to do it the same way you yes, do. Yes, they do. Just like Rock uh, Rockford and Rock Island and. East St. Louis mm-hmm. and Danville. They all have to go to the same place. Why can't they look for somebody locally yeah. that allows yep. them to not have to transport yep. and touch it all the time? We can all operate under the same rules. I'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me do my little paperwork. But when I can call you once every other week and say, hey, I got another pallet of stuff. And, Come get it. And it's not like you're supplying stuff, like the the paper supply, you know, things like yeah. that. I, those, okay, you request what you need. A lot of offices don't have the ability to store the stuff until it is a decent volume of material. Mm-hmm. And I just got another CRT monitor in last week. I'm like, where How the hell did these come it? from? Where did it come from? Yeah. And I pulled a, a, a computer or something out of a, a closet somebody had given me to, to get rid of. It was older than my students. Well, that's not hard to do. <laughs> no, but still, <laughs> when I can go, see this computer? It's older than you. And they're 21 years old. It's like. Jeez. Uh, speaking of, we're older than well, your students. Yes. <laughs> speaking of company, uh, that is soon to be old things, or actually, it is old and then totally phased out. Anybody that has Windows Seven will start yeah. seeing the pop-ups in their computer now. Hey, yeah. it's Very going away. Soon, yep. It's going away. After ten years, and it's a pop-up says, "After ten years, support for Windows Seven is nearing the end." <laughs> so ominous sounding. Yeah. I really wish it would pop up just like the the. Uh, and go or That or the, the <laughs> this Cami website warning, warning, warning. <laughs> you only have this much time left, but pop up at like three in the morning. <laughs> the issue is that they did that. We're gonna get phone calls. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> our yeah. business is gonna go up. I'm fine with it. <laughs> We usually get, I, believe it or not, it, we do pick up whenever there's a transition. The When they finally killed Windows XP, 
that that was a lot yeah. of machines got sold. Ooh, that reminds me. Thank you for telling me. Uh, or I had a. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome, Doc. The, you you mentioned you mentioned old uh, things. Uh, We've been talking about recycling yeah, all well, morning. Well, old software. Um, so, I dot. Uh, if we've not, if you've not seen that, uh, Illinois Department of Transportation, for any time you, your car gets damaged or stuff from bad roads, things like that, you can send paperwork in. The system they're using to do that, uh, still using MS-DOS. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't know how. Well... <laughs> and neither, yeah, do any, exactly. neither, neither do any of the rest of you well, up here. Because uh, well, yeah, they uh, don't. It, man. I mean, it's just a simple program, I guess, that says, I mean, it works. what, what are the broke, steps? Don't fix it. This is where it happened. This is the date it happened. This is what happened. And then the response is, thanks for the information. We won't do anything about it. Yeah. I mean, that's really all it does. <laughs> Few, yeah, it, not many drivers even get their money back, but between 2016 and 2018, 1,765 damage claims were submitted to IDOT for uh, bad roads, construction work zone issues, total of $1.2 million. The state paid 28 claims, reimbursing drivers $34,000. One claim was so those for people, 26. Those people knew their representative personally. I'm guessing, or, <laughs> or they stayed on top of IDOT every day. Where's my money? Where's my money? Where's well, my money? Yeah, if you're I, uh, annoying, you get I had an here. issue that uh, I, I cracked a rim on a road, and I, I talked to Director Mahoney because uh, mm-hmm. I know him through the program. I'm like, so. Well, la-ti-da. So, well, and, and he was very, very, very kind and told me exactly what to do, and he said, just pay for it uh, because, <laughs> because, it because you're not going to get it. Yeah. I, we will transfer it. Uh, he's like, It'll get transferred to this department, and then they'll blame that department, and then they'll blame that department. And three years down the road, you may get something. Yeah. And I, it was $600, and while $600 is a decent amount of money, it's not worth waiting spread years out for, over three yeah. years. Yeah. It's, it's it, not it worth your time less, and effort. Uh, less easy yeah. to deal with and just— IDOT still uses this system to to manage the damage claims, and even Bill Gates heralded the end of MS-DOS in 2009. So 20 years ago, Bill's like, you need to get rid of this, but our state of Illinois uh, does not. IDOT says because the, uh, the it takes a while to get the forms mailed to people, whereas Indiana says it goes, they determine all their claims within 90 days. Imagine that. 217-629-7970. Is the phone number? I know we got a, a call coming in, but we didn't want to get cut off from that. So we'll take a quick break, come back, take more of your phone calls. 217-629-7970. A few minutes left with BOH, Brian, and Bull both in the, the house today. It'd be a beautiful day to get your stuff out of wherever it is and bring it in for recycling. Of course, they open in about 10 minutes, That's eight right. minutes actually. Come and uh, see me. You have and, a, and you can tell that it's eight minutes by the atomic clock that is hanging yes. on the wall. <laughs> we will that, never let Greg uh, no. live that down. I, I, you know what? Every time you get one, just bring it in and we'll hang another. Yeah, that's the only one we've gotten that is of Greg's caliber and quality that he will accept. <laughs> Do you have one-day event going on today? No. No, it's Easter weekend. Fine. See how you are. None today. But then next, next weekend, weekend is our newest and latest and most wonderful event we uh we have been required to do with the state law 
they changed all kinds of stuff around and they assigned counties to people. Why they did not assign Sangamon County to us, we do not know. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Well, that's Uh, politics at its finest. We were assigned Peoria and Tazewell County. Ooh, that'll be fun. So we are doing a Tazewell County event in East Peoria next weekend. Sounds exciting. There's some good food up there, so you at least check that out. Hi, you're on with Computers Internet, BLH Computers. Yeah, the story about IDOT and MS-DOS. Uh, most people don't realize, but government just is not a big enough market for the commercial firms to develop all the software products they need. So they have to develop them in-house. <clears throat> and if the staff to upgrade them isn't there, they don't get upgraded. But what about Do It? Right. The greatest I mean... organization? Oh, wait, never mind. I mean, it's the stuff right there. Our, our governor sold us Do It, former governor sold us Do It for, what, 30-plus million dollars, and it's still half of it's not off the ground, and that'll just go away. No, I mean— um, Part of the issue is, like, uh, the programmers at CMS in the early 90s identified Y2K as an issue. And they brought it up to Edgar's people, and Edgar's people said, wait till we win re-election, then we'll talk about it. <laughs> of course. Yeah, because so if you the don't state win. Of didn't, and the state of Illinois didn't even start looking at Y2K until about 1996. I thought you were going to say 2001. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I would, I... <laughs> no, they actually did a fair amount of work. I had a friend that was in on it. And, but Edgar's people were very complacent. He wasn't running for re-election, and um, George Ryan's people came in and figured out they'd done the computers, but they hadn't done, like, elevators and uh, alarm systems and access systems to buildings, you know, keyless entry where you punch in a number. Mm-hmm. Edgar's people hadn't looked at any of that. So Ryan's people panicked, and they had, like, eight months to figure that out. They Apparently they got it done. I don't remember any stories in the paper about people not getting into their offices in January of 2000. Yeah, that's uh, it, it is a, a very interesting history lesson. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for the phone call. But yeah, it's it, and we constantly see stories of really antiquated systems somewhere Still being used. Yeah, there's another date that's coming up. Uh, oh, yes, um, I remember it, reading. It's because it, it does a month count or a week count, and it was only designed to go. A thousand weeks or something like that. It's kind of a, it was like a zero day vulnerability or or some kind of. Yeah, it's uh, a weird. It's a weird one because it's uh, it's GPSs. Yes. Are set on a monthly cycle, and it was only they were only designed to be up there for a certain amount of years, which is a certain amount of months, and that happens in June. And it was actually uh, actually though the first rollover hit uh, April the sixth. Okay, oh. and I didn't. I don't remember seeing a lot of of issues. But yeah, it uses the coordinated universal time, uh, but the atomic clocks on satellites are set to GPS time. Yeah, You'd it uses think a ten-digit number. Yeah, and <laughs> they, and together. it's going to go to eleven. Yeah, it the, says. Every, it, I'm sorry, it rolls over every one thousand twenty-four weeks. Yeah, and they're updating that to uh, two fifty-six. So yes, I believe that's 256, correct. 256,000 uh, weeks or something like that. So it should never happen yes, in our lifetime. Hopefully. Uh, but but it's, it's you would think after Y2K, because they did this all after Y2K, uh-huh. you would think that they would look at it and go, hmm, maybe. We shouldn't <laughs> we should set it yeah. to a stupid <laughs> arbitrary number that's low. They said most of the, the people that will notice issues are ones that are carrying – GPS devices like the ones that a lot more people used to have in our cars yeah, the or one that are built in, the... and some of them you can get the updates that fix that. But the uh, 
they modern GPS. They just, as the article says, they punted it down the line. Now it's a 13-bit field that resets every 8,192 weeks instead. Okay. But it's still a problem. It just takes longer. Yeah. Just just find a different way to fix it. But I won't have to deal with that. That's true. (laughs) But with our our GPSs in our phones, because I don't see many other than people, even even guys I know that fly aircraft, use an app on their phone with – Mapping, yeah. so you don't see as many of the standalone units like you used to. Yeah, if it's built into your cell phone, I mean, yeah, and it updates constantly. I love. I was traveling to St. Louis a couple days ago. As I was originally going to go over to the Grafton area, well, I put the place in I wanted to go, and it gave me alerts that roads were closed all around there due to flooding. I'm like, oh, nope, not going there. It was awesome when we were in Hawaii. We had a car and just plugged in the phone right into the Apple CarPlay for the thing, and it. Anytime you needed to go, GPS was there. We had Pandora, so we actually had commercials from Springfield. Nice. Uh, it was. Uh, but you didn't call us. Thanks a lot, yeah, Jerry. Right. Jeez. <laughs> the time difference. <laughs> oh. It was terrible. Hopefully you had fun, though. And, and, I did. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, traveling with technology, it, it's so much easier than it used to be. My, I oh, made, yeah. I, I you can now have Wi-Fi in the plane. They don't even have the uh, the TV screen in the plane anymore. You just they use expect your phone. you to use your phone yeah. or iPad to watch yeah. it. Yeah, you get some of it free and you get That's certain. That's called budget cuts. Yes. <laughs> we don't have to put an LCD in. Well, and it cuts down on it. power yeah. usage. It cuts down on weight. Um, yeah. a, lot, a lot of different factors there. My, I made fun of my parents because they went to, uh, to Florida in, in January and they bought an Atlas. They have a smartphone with Google Maps, and I've attempted to show them. Use what you know. Atlas. I'm like, let me favorite all the the address of the condo you're going to. These restaurants. I'll just click here. That's too hard. So they yes they they. Well, had you an can Atlas. literally ask the phone to do it. Yeah. You don't even have to touch buttons. You just yeah. say, "Can you please give yeah, me the I, address for?" I was looking. <laughs> Actually, you don't even have to say please. No. Yeah. Demand it. I, t- I BLH Computers can be found at blhcomputers.com. You can follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You're welcome to send us emails, fa- uh, Facebooks, or uh, Twitter requests for stories that you would like to see. We all do get those. You can find us at 1832 Stevenson Drive in Springfield. That is in the oldest shopping center in Sangamon County, Lake Town Polaza. We're there Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 10 to 6. Jacksonville is located at 832 South Main, block north of the Ferris Wheel. And our coolest address is 10.